Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to a brand new series of podcasts called Men Let's Talk, hosted by me, Kyle Rowe. These podcasts and discussions are all about mental health, and in particular, men's mental health. During these episodes, we will discuss issues surrounding mental health in general, and we'll also be breaking it down to discuss topics such as depression, anxiety, body image, and eating disorders, and how it's not just women and girls that struggle, but boys and men also. Now, mental health is not just exclusive to those previously named illnesses, but there are 56, yes, 56 other known illnesses that also come under the mental health bracket. And we will also try and cover as many of these as we possibly can to enhance our own knowledge. Along the way, you'll hear interviews with some very special guests, and I'll say this quite excitedly, maybe even a celebrity or two. Yes, you heard that right. We'll be looking at the role that social media plays in our mental health and whether social media has a positive or negative effect on someone's life. We shall be doing some Q&A sessions to try and help you, the listeners, gain a further understanding of mental health and we'll be doing some mental health workshops where you can actively engage in the episode on a more practical level as well as hearing real heartbreaking but inspirational life stories from not just myself but from the wider community and believe me they are emotional. I was lucky to be able to talk to so many amazing people and survivors because that's who they are they are survivors they are the ones that have survived mental health illnesses in the past uh, one interview i did was just particularly amazing and awe-inspiring it really was uh, they opened up to me in a way they'd never opened up to anyone before and i was incredibly grateful that they did uh, during these podcasts we want to spread the all-important message that it really is okay to not be okay, don't filter your feelings and to talk openly and honestly about your feelings to seek help and overcome any struggles that you may be going through. That is the message we want to send across during these podcasts. Now before we go on I just want to say a quick but very heartfelt thank you to the Mental Health Foundation UK and to Calm UK as well as local charities and services such as Crisis Resolution, The Samaritans and Clarity who have supported these podcasts um, and have enabled me to produce these shows because without their support they just wouldn't happen. So a big thank you to those foundations and charities. Now, throughout the series, we will try and understand why there is still the stigma surrounding men's mental health, because believe me, there is still that stigma surrounding it. There is still that stigma that men should not feel this way. They should not feel depressed. They should not feel down. They should not be anxious. They should not show their emotions. They should not cry. They should be the strong ones. Well, actually, that is the stigma we want to end because they can be all of those things. They can be down, they can be depressed, they can be anxious, they can be suffering from a mental health illness and they really do need to open up and talk about it and feel as if they can do that. Uh, we really need to end that stigma because if we do it here and now, we really will save lives in the future. Now, coming up in this episode, you will hear a bit about me and my story. We will try and define what mental health actually means 
and we will look at the shocking statistics and why now more than ever we need to act and try and change the way people view mental health, especially in men. So what is mental health? What does it mean? Well, it's one of those things that is so hard to define. The Mental Health Foundation defines it as as the following. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel and how we act. And I just want to state this quite clearly. It should not, and I repeat, it should not define a person and it should not affect how others see that person okay it really does not define a person just because they have a mental health condition mental health helps to determine how we handle things such as stress how we relate to other people and what life choices we make many factors contribute to mental health problems these include biological factors life experiences and a history of family mental health problems Remember, people with mental health problems can get better. Now, there is no cure to mental health. Once you're diagnosed, you will suffer from that mental health condition for the rest of your life. But as I said, it will not define you. It should not define you. You can get better. You can feel better, okay? And you can be happy again and live a a relatively normal life, whatever normal is these days, eh? Now let's look at the statistics and some of these really are shocking, especially when I read these for the first time because you just don't expect to see these things written down on paper and then believe them to be true. Three times as many men than women die of suicide. Incredible that. It's the biggest killer of men under the age of 50. It really is the biggest killer of men under the age of 50, okay? More people, more men under the age of 50, die of suicide than any other illness. And between the ages of 40 and 49, suicide is the leading cause of death for any gender, full stop. So no matter what gender you are, no matter what kind of illness that person has, okay, uh, between the ages of 40 and 49, suicide is the leading cause of death for that age group. It just, it should not be the case for any age group. And only 26, I repeat that, 26% of NHS referrals to seek further help with their mental health are of men. Okay, so that leaves 74% of all referrals are women. Why are only 26% of the referrals men? Uh, Men are nearly three times more likely to become dependent on alcohol or drugs as a way to deal with the way they are feeling. Okay, so they are more likely to become dependent on alcohol to keep getting drunk to binge drink to rely on it to help them feel better to rely on drugs as well the drug abuse to help them feel better they see that as their only way out okay and in a recent study it was found that men were twice as likely to suffer from domestic violence than women well what do you make of that one because when i read that i thought well that's not true because in this generation, we are believed, we are taught that uh, it happens to women a lot more than it happens to men. You see it on all these TV shows and these TV dramas. Okay, it's all we hear about. But actually, it's the other way around. Okay, men are twice as likely to suffer from domestic violence than women. Okay, why is that? I don't have an answer for that. But hopefully, we can start to understand why these statistics are the way they are. 
Now, one of the interesting things uh, in those is, is the NHS referrals, okay? And in a topic in future episodes, we will discuss the role the NHS plays in mental health because uh, the waiting, the current waiting list for an NHS referral to see a psychologist or a therapist to do with your mental health is two years. Now, whether you think that's right or wrong, I personally believe that is wrong, okay? Two-year waiting list. Why... Why should you have to wait two years to see somebody about your mental health? It should be an urgent issue, okay? If you go into the emergency department at any NHS hospital, you get seen within hours, okay? It might be one hour, it could be six hours, but you still get seen within that amount of time. Why, if you go in with a mental health problem, do you then get put on a waiting list to go and see a specialist, okay? And that waiting list is currently at two years, that it should not be the case, okay? And we'll be looking at why and what help the NHS needs to get from our government to keep promoting this mental health and to keep kind of putting it at the forefront of everybody's minds, okay? Because we really need to, you know, we need to make the NHS better in the referral system, okay? Now, anyone can suffer from mental health problems regardless of their age, their gender, their social class, their sexual orientation, or their background. Okay, there is no divide with mental health. Um, men don't suffer from it, and women, you know, do, or or vice versa. It, it it literally is. There is no kind of divide with mental health. Anyone can suffer from it. And one of the heroes in my life growing up was um, a certain celebrity called Robin Williams. Now. When you think of Robin Williams, you think of all of the great films and film roles he's had. He was a wonderful comedian. He had a loving family. But he ended his own life. He committed suicide because deep down and behind closed doors, he struggled. Okay? He struggled all of his life with the way he was feeling inside. Now, he made everyone else laugh, he made everyone else smile. He made certainly my childhood better uh, in films such as Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, that's one of my favourite films. Flubber, another one. He was just an amazing actor. And he, as I say, he had money. He had fame. He had everything that you could ever want, really. But he, in his mind, he just wasn't good enough. And he was struggling. And he ended his own life, okay? So there is no... there. Honestly, there is just no social class no age no gender no sexual orientation or background to determine whether you can or cannot or will or will not suffer from mental health now it's time to talk about me and my history a little bit about mental health now i am 30 years old and i was first diagnosed with depression at age 16 so i've suffered for 14 years from some kind of uh mental health condition i was also diagnosed with anxiety at the age of 24 so that was only six years ago and to put it bluntly i have struggled many many times in those last 14 years uh, i have tried to commit suicide four times in that time which may be quite hard for some people to hear especially friends and family but i'm not ashamed of that I will always talk about it because if it helps just one person to talk about it, then it's done its job and I've done my job, okay? Now, some of the feelings I was feeling 
when I was in my teens was why did I seem to be different than everybody else? Because as everyone else around me was kind of laughing, enjoying their teen years, they seemed to be happy. Why was I deep down feeling like I didn't belong there? Why didn't I kind of, why wasn't I happy? And I became increasingly low. I felt increasingly low and I, I, I just didn't know what to do. There were times when I struggled to even want to wake up in the mornings. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to shower. I didn't want to socialise. I just didn't want to see anybody. And even when I did socialise, I would be in a room full of 30 people and sometimes it would be the loneliest place in the world. That's how I felt. Everyone else around me was laughing and smiling and joking around. And my world felt as if it was crumbling down around me. That's not how anyone should feel. But that's how people do feel. Okay? It's a real thing. And it's the way I felt. I pushed people away and I faked being okay. When actually I was falling apart. And one of the biggest things I just want to kind of say about my story is I stayed alive because the pain I felt every day was nothing compared to what my loved ones would feel every day if I didn't carry on and I actually ended up committing suicide that is as real as it possibly gets okay I've carried that pain around with me for the last 14 years and I still carry that pain around with me every single day okay there are some days when I wake up now and I feel like I don't want to be here. There are some days I wake up and I'm the happiest person in the world. It's one of these strange things about mental health. You just can't control when you have a sad episode, when you have a down day. It just creeps up on you, okay? There is no set timetable. It's not like, okay, Monday I'm going to feel happy, Tuesday I'm going to feel sad. Wednesday, I'm going to be happy again, okay? There is just no set timetable. It just creeps up on you. But over the last 14 years, I've also spent time kind of building myself, building my self-esteem, building my self-worth, my self-love and my self-care, which is massively important. You have to take time for you. Now, that's meant that I've pushed people that I love away. I've ruined relationships. I've sacrificed jobs and careers I've sacrificed friendships and that's all because I've had to I've not meant to I at any point did I not want to kind of push I you know I, I'd never wanted to push someone away but I kind of subconsciously did because I knew that deep down I had to because sooner or later I would have a down day, I would have a down period, a down week or a down month, and it wouldn't be fair on that person to put them through it, okay? Now, that's not necessarily the right attitude because someone who does love you will help you. There are people out there that will help you, that will listen and will care for you, okay? So pushing people away is not necessarily the right answer. As I said, I, I'm in a pretty good place now, you know, it's been a long old 14 years. It's been a long old journey. When the Mental Health Foundation approached me back in November of last year, of course, we were still in the pandemic, We, as we are now. 
it had been a very, very tough nine months or so. I had experienced lots of change in those in those period of, in that period of time, and I felt was I the right person for this job, basically. And they said, well, you don't really need to do anything other than the fact that we just want someone's kind of voice. We just want to use your voice. There needs to be a voice out there that expresses mental health and in particular men's mental health and who better than someone who's gone through it and I get that and I'm very very happy that they did choose choose me because over the last few months I've spoken to some amazing people who have told me some amazing stories and some of which you will hear in future episodes and honestly talking to lots of people throughout the last few months has helped me massively this year because I thought, well, 2020 was the worst year of my life. It couldn't get any worse. And I thought, 2021, I need to change. I need to kind of make a difference this year. And if doing these podcasts helps that, then that's the only achievement I care about. So I jumped at the chance to do it. It's taken a bit of time, but it's here. The podcasts are here. So thank you very much for listening. That was a little bit about my story. You will hear more, I'm sure, throughout the coming episodes. Some of the interviews I did, they flipped around slightly and some of the people started asking me questions, which I loved. And so you will hear kind of more of my story intertwined with their stories. So I can't wait for you all to hear that. Honestly, if you are listening to this and you want to hear a bit about my story or you want to tell me your story in confidence then please get in contact with me because I will always be there to listen I will always be there to try and help and I have lots of research I have lots of contacts to be able to help you okay now it's important to remember to keep talking but also to keep listening listen to your loved ones okay because if they do reach out then they just need an ear. They just need someone to listen. They just need a hug. They just need someone to vent to. You don't need to question them. You don't need to ask any questions. You you don't need to do anything. Just listen to them. Help them talk. And keep promoting the positive mental health message that it is okay to not be okay. Okay, that's the important message there. You can contact me confidentially if you choose on men let's talk podcast at gmail.com. So that's men let's talk podcast at gmail.com. Where if you've got any questions you would like answering for future QA sessions that I do, or if you want to tell me your story, or you have any other question about anything else feel free to drop me an email and i will get back to you as soon as i possibly can so that's men let's talk podcast at gmail.com and just before i do finish this kind of introductory podcast because that's what this is this is a bit of an introduction to what the podcasts are going to be as i say future episodes there'll be interviews and q a's and workshops and that kind of stuff But just a very important kind of snippet of information that you need. If you or anyone you know struggles with poor mental health, then there are people out there, because believe me, I'm not a professional. As much as I will try and help, I'm not professionally qualified 
to kind of help in any way really but there are professionals out there so if you do need emergency help straight away then call 999 but please only do that in an emergency in a non-emergency and you need to speak to someone then you can go to your gp at your local gp surgery or you can call the nhs number 111 and they will try and help and talk you through what you need to do next you can use the Shout Crisis Text Line by texting the word SHOUT, all in capitals, to 85258. So that's the Shout Crisis Text Line. You need to text the word SHOUT, all in capitals, to 85258. You can contact the Samaritans, who, by the way, are amazing and they do an amazing job. They are 24 hours, 7 days a week. So they're open 24 hours, 7 days a week, okay? It's completely private, completely confidential. There are some lovely people there on the end of the phone. I was lucky enough to be kind of one of those people back in Mental Health Awareness Week in May. And honestly, it was just an incredible experience to be on the end of the phone. Uh, and honestly, they are there for you whenever you need. You can call them 24 hours a day uh, on the number 116123. So that's 116123. You can call that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and someone will help you. And there are over 50 other mental health helplines on Google. So please, if you want to know anything else, want to know any other numbers, then Google it, okay? There are over 50 other mental health helplines nationwide. That does not include all of the local charities that are there for you. As I said, I am local to Barnstable in North Devon and I have done a bit of work with Crisis, which are down here in Barnstable and Clarity as well. They are two local charities that are based in Barnstable. As I say, there are lots and lots and lots of other local charities that will help you. So if you just want to Google them, that would be uh, brilliant. And just before I go, I just want to say a big thank you for listening to this first episode. It may have sounded a bit confusing. There were a, a few statistics I threw in there, uh, quite a few shocking statistics. My story, basically, it was just me rambling on, really. But thank you very much for listening to that. Thank you very much for trying to understand the definition of mental health. But as I said, there really is no definition for mental health. Um, we will explore more of it in future episodes and as I said in future episodes we will speak about depression in more detail we will speak about anxiety in more detail we will speak about body image in more detail and why do men find it so hard okay now this is this is a, a, a funny one because you always think when it comes to body image it's always women. They've got to be a certain size. They've got to be size zero. Well, that's rubbish, okay? Believe you me now, it's rubbish. No one has to be a certain size, but you do have to try and be happy within your own body, okay? So we will be looking and exploring a bit about body image and eating disorders, okay? Now, I'm quite new to eating disorders, but I've done a lot of research. And as I say, there was, there was one interview I did about eating disorders with somebody and honestly, it was the most emotional uh, interview I've ever done. We spent about 10 minutes laughing and then the next 10 minutes we spent crying. It really was a powerful, powerful uh, interview. Uh, so that's coming up in future episodes. And also social media. What role does social media have to play in our mental health? 
in this generation, okay? Um, as someone who's not really on social media much anymore, I don't have Facebook, I don't have Twitter, I only use Instagram, okay? It's helped my mental health, but we will be exploring kind of the, the positives and the negatives to having social media and how it can affect someone's mental health. And as I say, we will continue to explore and try and answer all of the questions that you may have. And we will try and keep promoting that message that it is okay to not be okay, to keep talking, okay? To keep talking, to keep spreading that message because it's the all-important message, okay? That men can suffer from mental health issues and problems and illnesses. They can get better. There is help out there. There is no need for anyone, men, woman, boy, girl, anybody, to suffer in silence okay that's that is just i cannot stress that enough please do not suffer in silence so it only takes 30 seconds to check in on somebody send them a text or give them a call or drop by for a visit it is purely that simple please keep checking on your friends your family even just strangers on the street sometimes that maybe look a bit down just check that they are okay and remember, men, please, let's talk. Thank you very much for listening in episode one. I'll be back in episode two in July. Until then, goodbye.